Good morning, and thank you for joining us for the media availability on Bill 7, the Engineering and Geoscience Professions Amendment Act. I'm Mackenzie Blythe, Press Secretary in Advanced Education. I'd like to remind everyone that the information you were provided earlier, as well as the information you will receive during this availability, is under embargo until Minister Sani tables Bill 7 in the House later today. So no coverage of any aspect of Bill 7 can appear in the media, including the internet and social media at any time during the period of the embargo. Media representatives may not share or discuss any of these materials or the contents with anyone who has not signed an embargo acceptance form, including publishers, editors, producers, or co-workers. Any media representatives found to have been in breach of this embargo will be subject to sanction, which may include a ban from future government of Alberta embargoes. Questions after this media availability can be sent to me at the email address on the media release you received this morning, mckenzie.blythe.gov.ab.ca. Thank you very much. I will now invite Minister Sani to speak. Thank you, Mackenzie. Good morning, everyone. Today, the Government of Alberta will introduce Bill 7, the Engineering and Geoscience Professions Amendment 2023 Act, to allow for broader use of the job title software engineer within Alberta's booming technology sector. As you know, engineering is a regulated profession in Alberta, overseen by APEGA, the Association of Professional Engineers and Geoscientists of Alberta. APEGA has a long history of setting the standards for the designation of professional engineers in our province, thereby ensuring the safety and security of Albertans. We respect and value the role of APEGA as a regulator of professional engineers in our province. Over the past few years, as our technology sector has grown at record-breaking rates, a need to clarify the use of the title software engineer has emerged. While the title is very commonly recognized in many jurisdictions outside of Alberta, in most cases, the work done by a software engineer does not fall within the definition of the practice of engineering done by professional engineers in Alberta. The demand for technology sector workers continues to grow, with companies increasingly having to recruit from outside of the province. That rising urgency amid the range of perspectives on the use of the title software engineer led APEGA and the industry to look to us for clarity. In response, Advanced Education consulted extensively with the engineering, academic and technology communities, most recently in a series of roundtable meetings. We received very valuable feedback, which led us to the legislation that we are introducing today. Our proposed amendments to the Engineering and Geoscience Professions Act, the first significant update in over 30 years, will enable companies to use the title software engineer broadly in areas such as recruitment to attract and to retain talent. At the same time, any work that involves the practice of engineering will continue to be fully regulated by APEGA. This legislation seeks to foster growth in the technology industry without compromising the high standards of Alberta's self-regulated engineering profession. Working with my colleague, Nate Glubish, Minister of Technology and Innovation, I am pleased to put forward legislation that addresses the concerns of public interest, safety and industry development, and provides much-needed security. Thank you. Over to you, Mackenzie. Thank you very much, Minister Glubish. Uh, would you like to provide remarks? Well, thank you, Minister, and thank you all for being here today. I am so very excited to be here with Minister Sani to introduce these changes to the EGPA. As many of you know, before I got into politics, I spent the majority of my 15-year career as a venture capital investor. So I know a lot of the leaders in Alberta's tech sector personally. 
And I can tell you that this legislation is a big deal. Alberta's tech sector is booming. We have more tech companies than ever before. They are growing faster than ever before. They are raising more money than ever before. Just for uh, numbers to, to, to give you some evidence that in 2017, we only raised $30 million of venture funding into Alberta tech companies. Last year, it was $729 million. And we are on track to break that record yet again. When I say that Alberta's tech sector is booming, the numbers speak for themselves. And for the first time in my lifetime, we can actually say that we have several billion-dollar tech companies. That has not been the case in the past. So we, are, we have so much momentum, so much excitement, and our government is committed to maintaining that momentum in Alberta's tech sector. Now, one of the biggest obstacles for our tech sector to, and, and the tech companies inside of it to, uh, to grow and to reach their fullest potential is access to talent, access to the best talent. Well, we train truly world-class talent at our post-secondary institutions in Alberta, institutions like the University of Alberta, University of Calgary, and many others. But in order to grow from 10 to 100 and eventually to thousands of employees, our tech companies in Alberta need to be able to access talent and attract talent from all around the world. The global market for tech talent has reached a consensus on using the title software engineer. In all of the major tech markets, including Silicon Valley, this term is used freely. But Canada is unique in restricting the use of this title. And up until today, Alberta's regulator has been the most aggressive at restricting its use. This has caused significant hardship for Alberta's tech sector, causing many tech companies to have to begin hiring outside of Alberta to meet their growth demands. This is simply unacceptable. And that is exactly what this legislation will address. Our government is committing to make, make Alberta the most attractive place to do business in Canada. We aim to be the best place to start a business, to grow a business, to invest in a business, regardless of what industry you're in, but certainly including the tech sector. We already have the lowest taxes in the country. We already have a, the most business-friendly approach to reducing unnecessary red tape. And now we will be the best place in Canada to attract tech talent from all around the world. This is a game changer for our tech sector and will assist our fastest growing tech companies to maintain their trajectory. There has never been a better time to be in tech in Alberta than today, and we are just getting started. Thank you. I'll now uh, invite uh, my friend Cam Linke from the Alberta Machine Intelligence Institute to say a few words. Thanks, Cam. Well, thank you, Minister. Ministers, I uh, appreciate all the work that went into something like this. Um, it's a really exciting day. Um, as, as many people know, years ago, I founded an organization called Star of Edmonton, um, have continued to see the growth of the tech sector here in Alberta, um, and really seen the growth of the, the venture capital industry and the number of new jobs that have been created throughout this time. Uh, Amy is one of the, the three centers of excellence in Canada in artificial intelligence. And because of years, decades of investment in the field, we've seen an incredible growth of AI, of AI-driven companies, and of new roles, specifically software roles, driven because of that. And so very excited today of another example of the province listening to the tech sector, listening to our high-growth employers and employees, 
and making both investments and policy changes to be able to continue to allow this incredible industry to both grow here and have an impact around the world from here in Alberta. So thank you both for all your work on this and thank you for your staff on, on all your work on getting here today. Thank you very much, Kim. Thank you, ministers. Now we'll move on to the Q&A portion. To give everyone an opportunity, each reporter is limited to one question, one follow-up. As a reminder, we have Cam Linky, CEO, Alberta Machine Inst- Intelligence Institute, as well as Ministers Sonny and Glubish, available for questions. We will start with questions in the room, then move to questions on the phone. So, yes, first question from the room. French from the CDC. Um, my understanding, and I'm not sure if this is for Minister Glubish or Sonny, but my understanding previously was that you weren't moving on this file because the jobber case was still before the courts and that that's not still resolved. So why why act now to make this change if it's still before the courts? That was never really a consideration. We have been working on this file for some time, and certainly Minister Glubish has been working on this longer than I have. We finally um, came to a place where we had done sufficient um, stakeholder engagement, and it was very clear that this was a change that the tech sector wanted to see. And of course, we also engaged with the PEGA. So we finally came to this point where we were ready to introduce legislation, and we're very pleased to be working with both those communities at this point to make sure that as we move forward, that things will be smooth in this regard. Uh, Minister Glubish, did you want to add anything to that? Um, this has been a priority for us for a long time. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get things right. Uh, Minister Sonny and I were committed to spending whatever time it took to work with the tech sector and with the engineering regulator to make sure that we fully understood the, the concerns and that we came up with the best solution possible. And I'm confident that we have done exactly that and that this legislation will make Alberta the most attractive place in Canada to attract software engineering talent, which is going to be critically important because technology is not just an industry. It is the future of every industry. And so for us to meet the needs of the next generation, we need to make sure that every industry in Alberta can access technology talent so that they can grow and uh, and deliver technology solutions for the future. Thank you. Uh, just as a follow-up, I think we're still looking for some clarity on when um, an employer can use this term software engineer, is it just in job postings or advertisings or like can that be somebody's job title if they are not um, a professional engineer? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can answer that question. So this legislative change will allow anybody who's a software engineer to be able to use that on their social media, on any LinkedIn titles, and as well as for employers to be able to use this title for recruiting and uh, for recruiting purposes and for retention purposes. But like on their business cards? Yes, on their business cards as well. That's correct. Thank you very much. Do we have any other questions from the floor? Seeing no more questions, we will move to the phones. Operator, can you please put through the first caller? Thank you. Chris Barco, Calgary Herald. Hi, this is a question for Minister Glubish. Um, Minister Glubish, you talked about Alberta seeing some, I guess, aggressiveness towards uh, uh, towards uh, companies using the term software engineer in the past. I'm curious, what has brought this issue to a head right now? 
Well, as I said, uh, you know, Alberta's tech sector is booming. We've seen enormous growth over the last several years, and we want to see that growth continue. And what we have heard loud and clear from the tech sector is that for us to continue maintaining this growth trajectory, we need to be able to attract talent from all around the world, and we need to use standardized terminology that is being used everywhere else in the world. And so that is what really resonated with us, and uh, after uh, taking the time, to, to do this extensive consultation with the tech sector as well as with uh, APEGA, we're confident that this is the, r- the right approach to making sure that we can protect Alberta's tech sector and to ensure that they can have a, a strong and vibrant future in Alberta. Chris, did you have a follow-up? Yes. Um, I'm wondering what was the reaction from the engineering profession to these proposed changes, you talked about the fact that you had conversations with APEGA and Engineers Canada. I don't see them represented today, but I guess I'm wondering what was their reaction to it and why did the government decide, I guess, to back the tech sector in this issue uh, over the use of the term versus what we've heard were the views of Engineers Canada? Sure. Well, as was mentioned, we had done um, quite a bit of engagement with both the tech sector and the engineering community, and there were a diversity of opinions. And certainly we have a number of professional engineers who do understand that it's time to move forward and to allow the use of the title software engineer for recruiting purposes and to also to develop the industry as well. As uh, Minister Glubish said, that the sector is booming right now and there is a significant labor shortage right now and we are recruiting across the province. So that was the um, overlying message that came to government and uh, that's why we're acting today to introduce this legislation. Can I just add a couple? Please. Um, the, the other thing I would just highlight uh, is that nothing in this legislation takes away from the fact that the PNG is the pinnacle of the engineering profession. And that will remain the case. Uh, and APEGA will continue to be the steward of the PNG. They will continue to be the steward of the engineering profession. This is simply saying that for software engineering, that this is a title that can be used freely in Alberta because the tech sector is a global industry. Tech talent can move anywhere in the world. And we want to make sure that they want to come to Alberta and that they can come to Alberta and that we can use globally standardized terminology to grow our tech sector. But at the end of the day, the engineering profession still remains the purview of APEGA and the PNG is still the pinnacle of that profession. And there's still great value in having a PNG. And I'll, I'll, I'll just add to that, and that was very well said, Minister Glubish, and greatly appreciated. So the other point that should be made is that if a software engineering engineer is applying engineering principles, they still have to be regulated by a PEGA. So that is not going to change. And as Minister Glubish said, the regulator will still be overlooking and overseeing the engineering industry. Thank you, Chris. Operator, please put through the next caller. Thank you, Jonathan Bradley, Western Standard. Hello, Minister Sani. Thank you for taking my question. You said that this change will provide more security for the industry. How will it provide more security? More security for the for the tech sector industry? Yes. 
So this particular change is basically um, responding to what we've been hearing from the technology sector in the fact that they are unable to recruit software engineers into the province um, because of the title dispute. So by allowing within legislation to be able to use a title software engineer, employers can actually recruit using this title and it will allow more people who are in the international stage looking to move across the world, particularly to Alberta, to find that opportunity here. So it provides um, more opportunity to anybody who is working in the tech sector to come to this province to work as a software engineer. Sorry, is it okay if I just add something bef before we get to your follow-up? Just something sure. really important to note is because your question was about protecting the industry and securing the industry. We know that there are several companies in Alberta who are among the fastest growing, who have had to stop hiring in Alberta and move their hiring to provinces like Ontario. And that is completely unacceptable. Our, our government's DNA is all about being the best place to grow a business, the best place to invest, the best place to bring talent. And that is why we need to make these changes is so that we can make sure that we restore that advantage, not uh, not just on a tax basis, not just on um, a red tape t basis, but also on making sure that Alberta is the best place to be able to attract talent and removing every single unnecessary barrier. And that's what this legislation is going to do. As a result, Alberta tech companies will be able to stay here and grow from 10 to 100 to 1,000 to 5,000 employees. Without this change, that would not be possible. Jonathan? Can I follow up? Minister, you spoke about how uh, this is going to improve recruitment, uh, recruitment uh, from within Canada and internationally. What are you doing within Alberta to try to get more students into software engineering? Well, we have so many different initiatives underway, actually. We're working very closely with the post-secondary institutes to make sure that they're actually liaising with industry to determine where those um, labor gaps are. So there are many initiatives, as I said, underway working directly with the post-secondary institutes. And what they're telling us is that there is a demand in industry and we need to be able to create more spaces in our institutes to meet that demand. Thank you, Thank Jonathan. You. Operator, please put through the next caller. Thank you. Catherine Brickowski, Alberta Today. Hi, thanks for taking my question. So just, just to clarify, you said off the top that Alberta has been the most restrictive place in Canada. You're moving towards the best. And I want to get a sense, is this bringing Alberta in line with other jurisdictions? Is this the leader, the first to have this kind of uh, protection for broad use of software engineer? Where do we sit? That's a great question. Alberta is most definitely a leader in this space as of now. Every other jurisdiction in the world allows for the use of the title software engineer, except for jurisdictions here in Canada. So uh, in here in Alberta, this legislation will be the first of its kind in the country that will allow use of this title. Thank you, Catherine. Did you have a follow-up? I do. Um, so I, I want to quote from an APEGA news release from last year. They said, with the ongoing advancements of technology and increasing delegation of decision-making to artificial intelligence and software, the risk to public safety continues to be of primary importance, and there continues to be a need for regulation of software engineering and the use of the engineering title. Any 
exception to the use of a title engineer will set a dangerous precedent and put the lives of Albertans at risk. I'm wondering how you're addressing some of these fear, fears of, of how technology is evolving so rapidly, but there's not really um, govern, governing and regulation of developers and programmers when it, when it comes to things like AI. Okay, well, first of all, we have liaised extensively with APEGA and certainly understand their perspective. And that's why one of the initiatives that I will be undertaking is um, to do further engagement to understand if we need to give uh, APEGA more legislative powers in terms of overlooking and regulating the engineering profession. But like I said before, if a software engineer is applying engineering principles in their work, they do still have to be regulated by APEGA. And keep in mind, other jurisdictions in the world, particularly our neighbors down south, have successfully used this title software engineer with minimal, minimal risks to public safety. And in regards to public safety, let me just reiterate and emphasize that the government of Alberta, our primary job is to ensure public safety. So we are going to be taking a very close look at how things unfold and working closely with the regulator to make sure that that is not going to be an issue. But like I said, we haven't seen that issue arise in other jurisdictions. Minister Glubish, you might have some yeah. words to add as well. Uh, th thank, you, thank you, Minister. And that, no, that was a great question. And what I, what I want to specifically talk about is the responsible use of artificial intelligence. And at the end of the day, responsible use of AI is not a Pegasus jurisdiction. That's the government of Alberta's jurisdiction. And I can tell you that every government around the world is wrestling with this right now, and we, we are as well. We're working on developing a framework for responsible use of AI uh, and uh, look forward to bringing that forward to make sure that we can safeguard the interests of Albertans. The safety of Albertans is paramount, and that is our responsibility. And we respect and appreciate APEGA's responsibility to govern the engineering profession. Uh, but at the end of the day, it is our responsibility to protect public safety. And I am very confident that the steps we are taking with this legislation to allow for the use of the term software engineer does not in any way put the public at risk. Thank you. Operator, please put through the next caller. Madeline Smith, CBC Edmonton. There. Uh, I hope I'm not taking us back a step here. I just want to make sure that I understand this correctly. Um, is the message here that if you are working as a software engineer in Alberta, you do not fall under a PEGA regulation or you, you do not have to? Uh, well, it's a little bit more than that. If you are a software engineer in Alberta applying engineering principles in your position, you still have to be regulated by the regulator, by APEGA. But if you're not applying engineering principles, you can freely call yourself a software engineer now, well, after the legislation is passed, and that wasn't the case earlier. And of course, again, our tech sector is booming, and we are listening to our stakeholders, and this is what they need to be able to recruit talent and retain talent in this province. Uh, so who decides if you're applying engineering principles? Like, do you have to self-report to APEGA and say, my job has changed and now I'm doing these software, I'm doing engineering principles? Or is someone going to be taking a look at the work that tech companies are doing on a regular basis? How does that get worked out? 
So we are working with APEGA to determine what the next steps are going to be, and certainly employers will be involved. But we will have more to say about that in the very near future. But again, we are still working with the regulator to understand what those next steps are going to look like. Thank you very much. Operator, please put through the next caller. Thank you. Lisa Johnson, Edmonton Journal. Hi, thanks for taking my question. I apologize for, for being off topic, but uh, Minister Sani, you're the first minister that uh, I think we'll be hearing from since the UCP AGM on the weekend in, in a formal um, press conference like this. So I'm just wondering if you can offer some reaction to some of the party resolutions, including the ones calling for the elimination of diversity, equity, and inclusion offices in post-secondary institutions and the banning of using race as a factor in admission. These, these were some of the party resolutions that came forward. Obviously, they're not automatically going to be government policy, but I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that and, and what your reaction was to that over the weekend. Yes, well, well, thank you for that question, and I didn't realize I was the first one that <laughs> would be speaking about this after the AGM. And look, let me tell you that, first of all, there was a record attendance at the AGM, and, and there was so much diversity in that crowd. I mean, I've been going for many years now, and I certainly have not seen those numbers and that level of engagement or energy before, so that was really encouraging. In regards to the policy resolutions, I think the Premier said it really well. She said that we will take advice uh, from the party. And of course, we have to govern for all Albertans. And that requires extensive uh, stakeholder engagement whenever we bring forward any new policies and legislation. So that is my answer as well. And uh, anything that we're going to be looking at in the future, again, um, we govern for all of Alberta and all Albertans, and we will seek advice from our stakeholders as well. Lisa, do you have a follow-up? Yeah, thanks. So I understand that you're going to seek um, more consultations and, and talk to stakeholders about this, but I'm unclear like whether or not you think that these are good ideas or bad ideas. This is your this is your file. Sorry, can you repeat that last part? I you just cut out there. Sorry, I'm I'm just wondering like basic yes or no. Do you think these are good ideas or bad ideas? Like this is your file. Yeah, it is my file. And look, you know, I think it's really important to have these conversations and to understand where these ideas are coming from. There's a diversity of ideas, uh, no pun intended, on some of these policy resolutions that have passed forward. And certainly the membership at the AGM doesn't really reflect the broad base of the conservative movement in the province. And um, I think it's always important to have conversation and have the opportunities to educate on exactly what some of these initiatives are as it relates to DEI. But again, um, I think uh, in terms of how we're going to move forward, it's going to be um, in the context of making sure that we're governing for all Albertans and that these policies are reflective of what is best for the province at large. Thank you, Lisa. That concludes today's embargoed briefing. As a reminder, if you have any questions, please uh, contact me at the address on the media release you received this morning. Thank you very much.